tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers. We're here during another AfterBuzz TV After Show for MTV's Teen Wolf Season 5, Episode 4, Condition Terminal. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. Joining me, AfterBuzz TV host, Courtney Tezanow. Hey, everyone. Keep in touch with me at Tezno's on Twitter and Instagram. And from MTV's Are You the One, Brittany Baldy. Hey, guys, what's up? You guys can follow me at Brittany Baldy on all social media. And Ryan Malady. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back. You can keep up with me at Ryan Malady. And I'm sitting here on YouTube.com slash TV. so please hop on, join the live chat, and uh, talk to us. Please. And our special guest this evening plays Sheriff Stolinski <laughs> on MTV's Team Wolf. Please welcome Lyndon Ashby. Thank you for having me. <laughs> So excited. Yay. We're so happy that you could join us tonight. Thank you. I know you're normally very busy fighting crime, so thank you for being here. (laughs) You know, clearly I don't fight it enough, but but I do my best. So I went to Comic-Con, and I talked to Jeff about your character, and I said, what? Where's Melissa McCall on this date? And he said, well, we wanted to throw a curveball at the audience and send him on a date with Natalie Martin, Lydia's mom. So the fact that he used curveball, I'm thinking that we will get to see you with Mm -hmm. Melissa McCall at some point. But we haven't gotten to see you on a date yet. What is Sheriff Stalinsky's ideal date? (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's this date that we've never gotten to? Are we I, going on a picnic? It looks like dinner, by the way, you're dressed in that yeah, suit. Yeah, I got kind of dressed yeah. up nice, didn't I? Was it jazz yeah, I night? <laughs> I think if I'm, nah, he's not a jazz guy. Are you, are you uh, a dancer? Where are you going? Probably not a dancer. We're going out, we're going to go get some dinner, <laughs> maybe a beer or two, cocktail, and then, you know. Fight some crime. Fight crime and try and get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does any guy do on a date? Exactly. That's, that's, about, that's it. Yeah, that's what it is. Pretty much. I was watching an interview with you, and they asked if you renamed the show, what would you call it? And you said Harry High School Bite Town. Oh, I love that. Are you, still, are you still sticking with that? I'll stand by that. I will. I will. That's well, brilliant. tonight we get a look at Lydia, kind of, and Parrish's storyline. And I feel like Parrish has really become sort of a son to you, and you're almost protecting him at this point. And at AfterBuzz, we kind of aren't sure if Parrish is going to be a good guy or a bad guy. And Mm. how will Sheriff Stalinsky deal with the fact that one of his deputies could be bordering moral ground? Mm -hmm. I think that it's, it's becoming increasingly difficult for me to blur that line anymore. Mm -hmm. I think that, uh, that, you know, I'm, I'm like, no, you know, we've done it enough and I can't do it anymore. And I think that, that if someone's bad, if Parrish is a bad guy, then if he breaks the law, mm, I'll do my best to, uh, I'll do my best to arrest him or bring him to justice or whatever, whatever that means. I think we're definitely going mm. to see that on yeah. the show because obviously your character is like the very moral, this is the law, this is this is the way it is mm-hmm. kind of guy. And then we have these other characters who want to protect the town from really knowing what's going on mm. and all these supernatural creatures. How do you guys feel about that? If you're in his shoes, how do, do you not tell them to protect them? What do you do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't be telling the town. No. Yeah. That would put everybody in a frenzy. No, exactly. that would not be protecting anybody. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll bring him into chaos. And I, I loved this episode. I loved what you did, Lyndon, with your character, how you just, I could see the struggle in your in your eyes when you're you're, you're looking at Tracy sitting there and you're like, you know, we got to report this. This is a crime. Mm-hmm. And you, you know that there's, a, there's this balance between law and order, and you're trying to find the responsibility <laughs> to, to, you know, to maintain both of them. But sometimes you can't really follow the letter of the law and the spirit of the law at the same time. Sometimes you kind of have to bend the rules, 
you know, otherwise uh, everything falls into chaos. Yeah, when the well, supernatural that... is involved, mm-hmm. you can't. <laughs> you just can't. can't. I know, but anything, anything, if you bend it enough, it breaks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, uh, we're, we're kind of getting, you know, I'm getting to that point where I'm asking those questions. Mm. You know, when's, when is too much? You know, what do you, and it is my responsibility. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a tightrope, you know, that you got to walk. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of an early prediction, but I feel like you are definitely going to reach that point next episode if Styles has been kidnapped and it's probably going to be hurt. <laughs> oh. I mean, that's going to be some emotionally driven decisions that I think we're going to see next episode. Is Sheriff Stilinski at all threatened by Donovan? Because it seemed like you were you were not you were not phased by this guy. You know, I, I, I there, there's a there's a there's a story there. That we will find out a little bit more about. Okay. And I, I, I want good things for Donovan. Mm-hmm. I think that's obvious to all of us. Um, and Donovan's his own worst enemy. <laughs> yeah. As most of us are. Yeah. <laughs> are you threatened by Theo at all? What do you think he's going to be doing this season? Uh, not yet, but uh, <laughs> clearly he's a rotten bastard. Yeah, he's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys have I'm glad a question, I'm not his dad. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Honestly, or his fake dad. If he were his dad, he probably wouldn't be in this position because I feel like, honestly, if Theo. I would take the hammers out of the house. <laughs> there would be no hammers allowed. Well, raised by you, how could you turn out that way, right? I mean, exactly. you're just such a great dad on the show. Oh, well, thank you. I feel like Theo, and we talked to Jeff Davis about this at Comic-Con, which we're going to throw to a clip in just a second, and I talked to Cody Christian, who plays Theo in the show, and he said, you know, he does sort of just want to be accepted and have his own pack, and it seems like he's going after Scott's pack. Yeah. And really, but I just feel like this is just a huge miscommunication, and all he really wants is for Scott to show him what it feels like to be loved and taken care oh, of. Oh, right? no, Chris. No, it is. Poor it is. little Cody. He's just a lone wolf Theo. without a pack. And he just he just wants to feel that love of a pack behind him, the anchor, which would be his team behind him. You know, he doesn't know how to be his own anchor yet. So it sounds like he wants to be his best friend because he's trying to come after Styles. His yeah, thought, he's so. trying to cause the riff. And Jeff said in episode five that's going to happen. So let's go ahead and throw to our interview with Jeff Davis at Comic Con. Nice. This is a nice treat. All right. <laughs> so, what was your inspiration this year to do the Dread Doctors? Uh, we knew that we wanted to do a kind of science and supernatural mixing uh, 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 season where we we got into experiments, our kind of Island of Dr. Moreau season. So that's partially where it came from. And also, I love the whole steampunk aesthetic. It's The design is so gorgeous, and that was a heavy inspiration as well. In the opening scene of the first episode, we see Lydia sort of as like a street fighter, and she's got these amazing skills. Yeah. Are we going to get to see her develop that in Part A? Uh, you will see a little bit of it in Part in Part A. There is a moment where she decides, uh, I need to learn how to protect myself. I need to learn how to be a fighter. So uh, we see more of it along the, along the way. It's definitely progression. As far as Parrish's character goes, it seems like he could turn into something maybe evil instead of good, which is a lot of mystery around the season. He's definitely on the sort of moral border, the the border of right and wrong, so you'll have to see. Mm. Was there any uh, surprises this season so far in filming? In filming? uh, Actually, how smoothly it went. Um, This was one of our easiest seasons to film. Uh, partially because we were able to have more scripts done up front. Um, it was surprising. It's always, the actors always surprised me with their performances. Um, one thing that was a nice surprise was seeing just how well Cody Christian fit in with the others. I'm so proud of him and so actually so proud of the cast for accepting him. It's an unusual thing. So it's nice. You got one more question. Is the Dread Doctors the big bad in A, or is there another bad like Theo who could be the big bad? Well, you'll have to see if they're working together or not. Um, oh, but I would say the Dread Doctors are, are definitely the main villains in, in A. Thanks so much, Jeff. Nice. Oh, 
I love that. So that was just a small clip of all the interviews we did. That interview actually goes on about nine minutes, and we have Tyler Posey's interview. He actually eats my microphone. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have Cody Christian, who plays Theo, telling us a little bit more about his character. So I want to talk about, he touched on Lydia's character and how something happens that causes her to want to learn how to protect herself. So we get to see that. You know, she gets her, and then she asks um, Parrish if he can teach her jujitsu. So I guess that sort of explains her badass street fighter moves. In the beginning, yeah. Yeah, I kind of thought that it could have been a better movie playing, you know, a better martial arts movie playing in the background. There. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Maybe. I mean, maybe yeah. she should really be going to share That would have been, been great. <laughs> that would have been. <laughs> For those Johnny of you who Cage don't action. know, Lyndon Ashley played um, Johnny Cage in 1995's Mortal Kombat, which is everybody's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Finish him. I love that. That like made my childhood, man. Yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah, that was a fun one. So Jeff didn't really tell me any surprises in filming, but you sort of giggled about that. Were were there any surprises for you in filming this season? Uh there's always surprises. Um yeah, you know, I I was just kind of giggling at Jeff. Um, It's uh and, and 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 how well he handles questions. Right. He's a slippery... He, really he says slippery. perfect things. And, right. And uh, it's because he's really smart, probably, and that's not my forte. A lot, uh, of the, a lot of the time, he would say, when people would ask him questions in the press room, he would say, well, you're going to have to wait to find out about that, but episode five is where it happens. So, like, if he didn't want to give it away, he'd give you an episode number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Giving you little nuggets to look forward to. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, he does. He does. But Tyler Posey was saying how he, now that he's a producer on the show, he wants to be like Jeff and be able to answer any question that somebody asks him. <laughs> We, we, we actually have a question that oh, shouldn't, good. shouldn't Let's be check in too on the hard chat. to answer. I mean, it's quite uh, close to home for you. CC Freak wants to know, um, how did you enjoy doing a scene with your wife? Big, uh, <laughs> 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 Yo, no Paul and Chain. Uh, she, you know, she's great, of course. Um, yeah. I think Susan's amazing. I think uh, I, I, uh, I think she's a she's a really fine actor. I think she's a better actor than I am. Um, See, there oh, look you go. at that. That's I a hope smart she's answer. No, it's that's a that's a true answer. Um, oh. I think uh, I think she's great. And you know, I it's it's funny because it, we when we were filming, she ran there was a, there was a scene. She ran in and she and they said, "Okay, go to the left of the camera this time." And there was a camera on the ground and like when she ran through and ran past I, in, I guess in to see Lydia and I saw her going right and at the last second she went oh shit I'm supposed to go right or left and she, I saw her plant her foot she's wearing these high heeled shoes she's running in this blood and just she wiped out just smashes oh. down oh, over the geez. camera and I'm like I think I was there in about half a second mm-hmm. just get, getting her up and you know make sure she's okay and she was horribly embarrassed but for me I mean she hit so oh. hard oh, and, and as an actress who's been doing this a while she's like she's like damn it all I'm thinking about is I'm going to break the camera because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's coming straight down on the camera um, and I'm like screw the camera but did you happen to and tell her to break a leg right before? I did not, <laughs> no. but she, and, but then everyone's like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And she's, let's just go real quick. Well, let me use this. Let me use it. Let me use it. And uh, and it worked. Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah. Very cool. But yeah, I thought she was really hurt actually. Oh. Um, she's good though. She's, she's fine. good. She's oh, fine. amazing. She's good, good, fine. Good. She's good. <laughs> if she would, if you just said bring her, I'd have brought her. Oh, oh man! Yes. Okay, we gotta get her in yes. here. Yes. We gotta get her in here. Yes. I don't know we, whether to make a you swept her off her feet joke or she uh, fell for you. Oh joke my god! Or, this Ryan is that. very corny. Ryan is. It ain't easy being cheesy. Oh, oh, if you want to call in and ask a question that's not corny, please give us a call at four two four two five six seventeen twenty nine. We'll be taking calls from the fans. Yes. For Lyndon, um, let's go ahead and jump back to the episode. So mm-hmm. I want to talk about Paris. And it looks like, you know, his relationship with the Nematon is perhaps, somebody tweeted me about this too, 
that maybe he needs to like feed the spirit of the nematon by bringing them the bodies because we saw in the next on there's sort of that who's taking the bodies and it seems like he's taking the dead bodies of the supernatural mm-hmm. and taking them to the nematon. I, I don't just know. I thought it was kind of a community service thing. <laughs> oh man, no. <laughs> he goes and cremates him and comes back and it seems like he's in like a dream state when he's doing he's kind of this. Possessed. Though. Possessed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's possessed. So I, I feel like even if he's bordering moral ground, it's maybe not the awake parish because even Lydia says, "Wait, where did you go? You drifted off." For a and then he there. lied, and he didn't tell the whole. The he whole saw dream. the whole dream, which oh. I thought was crazy because guys never lie to girls. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. Okay. Of course not. Of course we not. never lie. But maybe, maybe I'm, I'm like getting getting too far ahead. But it maybe seems like. Me. Never. Never? Never. Okay. I'll believe you when you give us a scoop. Um. (laughs) No, um, but I was thinking that Parrish was just getting more power for some reason. And we don't know what side that he's on, so it was really scary. I'm like, oh my gosh. I think Parrish is discovering who and what he is. There was mm-hmm. there was a quote that said sometimes it's better to be the bad guy. What's your take on that? It's sometimes it's better to be the bad guy. As an actor? Just in the show. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? It's kind of, I mean, it's kind of, who doesn't want to play a villain in their acting career? I mean, mm-hmm. if you could, would you be the villain in the show? Or would you maintain moral ground? You're like, no, not, sure. in not, not in this show. Not in this show. I would, uh, I would probably, I think Stalinsky could probably do things that are, that he would regret later mm-hmm. and if if you know if you push far enough or hard enough and long enough i think he can snap like anybody else oh, especially yeah. when it comes to styles absolutely so we have a and, caller and protecting on the, line. the people that mm-hmm. he loves absolutely Lincoln Hills, yeah caller what's your name where are you from do you have a question for lyndon ashby what's up guys how are you doing today lyndon i'm good man how you doing I'm doing good. How are you, Kristen? How are you, Courtney? How are you, Britt? What's up, Hi. What's up? I think this is a fan of ours, Josh from yes, Florida. I love Thanks you. for calling. What's your question for Lyndon? Um, Lyndon, um, first of all, you do you do a great job every single week. Like I'm, I'm telling you, like you're like the quintessential like father figure mm-hmm. for Aww. you know everyone on the cast and. You know, I just when I when I look at the videos and I see you guys all interact, like you're a really cool dude. And um, <laughs> you know, I was watching Mortal Kombat yesterday on Netflix, and I was like, wow, like it back. <laughs> right on. But um, my question would be, um, what would you say considers most into your work ethic? My work ethic. Great question. Yeah, um, like cool. I would what think, drives it the most. I, I would think that. Uh, for me, it's it's there's so many things that you can't control in life that all you really can control is how you do your job, and you know if you you work hard and you prepare and you show up and you do it and you can put your head on the pillow at night and go did the best I could, then that's that's it for me. And I find that you know people go oh this person's lucky or you know, that or whatever. And yeah, there's luck, but I've also found that the, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Hmm. And uh, so I just, I'm, I'm, I'm a worker bee. Hmm. I just, I work. I work a lot. Um, that's that's me. So I don't know what contributed to my work ethic. Probably being a, being a, 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 a fuck up <laughs> when I was younger. And, uh, and that showed me that it didn't really work. Hmm. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling in, Josh. Great, great question, and I'm sure we'll talk to you again in the future. Thank, Thank you. you. No problem, guys. Have a good one. You, you too. too. So at the uh, panel at Comic-Con, somebody asked Dylan O'Brien sort of along the same questions in the whole panel, and they said, look, fame is sort of a byproduct. You shouldn't be concentrating on fame. If you are, you're not doing what you love, because if you're doing what you love, your craftsmanship, and you're doing that because you just love doing it. You're making videos, or you're acting on the side in small plays or whatever. It's You shouldn't be focused on the fame. If you focus on the craft, that's just a byproduct that will come later. All you can Mm -hmm. focus on is doing good work. Yeah. Absolutely. If you do that, maybe fame will come, maybe fame won't come, whatever fame is. (laughs) Uh, And fame comes and goes. Right. And comes again and goes again. 
and and you just you just want to work you know and uh and do good work and maybe do something that me you know what i really dig about teen wolf is I'll, I'll i'll meet people and i find out how much it's touched their lives and how mm-hmm. important it is in their life in a way bigger way than we could have ever imagined mm-hmm. i mean i'll have people come up to me and talk to me about stuff that that this show has done for them what it means to them what it you know sort of in in really strange ways and come on if you can if you can do that if you can if you can somehow touch somebody's life if you can make somebody's life better in Absolutely. any way shape or form and you've done your job. Bingo. Mm-hmm. You know, you won the lottery. Yeah. You know, oh, that's yeah. so great. Yeah. yeah, a girl at the Team of Panel said that Teen Wolf has helped her through a lot of tough times and taught her to be her own anchor in those tough times, and that it made her be right. okay. Wow. So that was really sweet. It was oh. heart- that was beautiful. Heartbreaking. It was. Oh. Well, we have another caller. Yeah, do we still have a caller on the line, Marissa? Caller, All right. what's your name? Where are you from? Do you have a question for Linda Nashby? Yes, hi. 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 What's your name? Where are you from? Natasha, I'm from Quebec, Canada. Oh, wow. Hi. Thanks for calling, Natasha. What's your question for Lyndon? Uh, I wanted to know, um, which is the creature that you found the most interesting throughout all the seasons? And if you had to become absolutely a creature, which one would you like to be? Oh, <laughs> oh I love you. that. Nice question. Great question. Uh, ah, boy, I was I was you know my my glib answer was was Styles, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I I uh, I think that maybe like a mature Canama would be incredibly interesting because I think that they grow wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So cool. if I could fly around, I'd I'd. I'd be any kind of creature that could fly around. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Oh. Thank you so much for your call, Natasha from Quebec. And I'd have a really good welcome. tail. He would want a tail too. Yes. yes. <laughs> you, you can't have, have wings whole without package. a tail. Yeah. yeah Thanks so much steer. for calling. <laughs> Thank you, okay. Natasha. Bye. Bye, Bye Natasha. So let's get back into the episode mm-hmm. and talk about the doctors a little bit. <sighs> now, they were seeing how maybe the fact that their victims are buried is part of the incubation, incubation process, which is just very frightening and reminds me of Pet Cemetery. It's like a hundred year old egg in China. <laughs> right? You ever eat it's, one of those? No. Why do you know I eat eggs hundred years old? I don't think it's actually a hundred years old, but they, they like said they bury them and they come out and they're sort of pickled and brown and, and oh. greenish and so that's what's happening here. Yes, yes. Spoiler alert. Yes. <laughs> For anyone that didn't watch. Um so I'm not sure. Is Donovan a Wendigo? They keep on. They kept bringing he's, that his up. His teeth looks like a Wendigo, and then it looked like his hand was sort of there was a Wendigo mm-hmm. mouth on his hand. And, and then that's so exactly cool the end when they. Well, they brought yeah, up style. Yeah, they yeah, kept yeah, bringing that up when they were styles, studying. Yeah. So Maybe I the feel chat like that knows. was a clue. Maybe the chat can help us. Let us know. Well, I was. You know, they brought up this chimera. Mm-hmm. You know, creature. You know, a combination of of different species into one. Um, and I think that might be what the Dread Doctors are doing to these people, right? Coming up with these this perfect combination. combination. They're yeah. talking about DNA a lot, too, this episode, which I know. Mm. So I think they're trying to make crazy out of the right. ordinary creatures. And that's why they keep saying everyone else is terminal. Right. So I mean, they just failed. What that's if they failure. take a supernatural creature, maybe like Theo, and add to him? <laughs> but they haven't yet. I know. Theo is clearly either working with them or he is their slave. I don't know. They let him talk to Donovan and sort of manipulate him into telling Donovan, look, if you really want to get Sheriff Zelensky back, go after somebody he loves. Because physical pain is manageable mm-hmm. and emotional pain is forever. Which was like, whoa. Well, yeah. Great line. And we knew he was going to go for Styles. Yeah. And yeah. unfortunately, you see that. In and I got to tell you that... that my first scene where I had to to say Chimera. <laughs> I saw your tweet. Right. So got it wrong. I'm like the Chimeras. The Chimeras. And they're like, Chimeras. they're like, no, that's not how you I'm like Chimera. And they're like, no. They're like Chimera. And I'm like, 
bullshit. It's not Chimera. <laughs> this is Chimera. Chimera. <laughs> Ch- Ch- and they're like, Ch- Chimera maybe, but not Chimera. Oh, my God. And, they, and, they, and, and, and Dylan's like, no, dude, it's Chimera. He's, he's laughing. He's dying. He's going, he's going really? Chimera? And I'm like, well, look at the word. It makes it, sense to me. It does. I it was does. Avoid, avoiding saying it to yeah. tell you the truth. Yeah. I was going to wait until somebody else brought it up here. I prefer that pronunciation, actually. Makes sense to me. Just like Shelly Henning said on the panel, she said, girls being badass, that just makes sense to me. And I'm like, yes, girl power. Because this show has seemed like, you know, Jeff is really writing for the females. And Kevin Smith asked him, like, where does that come from? Do you have a girl, like, in a box somewhere? And you're like, give me answers. (laughs) It was really funny. Oh, no. You guys have to watch our interviews. They're on AfterBuzz YouTube. And also we tweeted them out. But I'm excited to see who or what Donovan is because they had to pull his teeth out, which was so gruesome. And I saw your tweet about going going to the the dentist dentist tomorrow. No, hopefully that doesn't happen. Like, it makes nose. sense though because you got to pull teeth out in order for another one to grow. Mm-hmm. I know, like a shark. <laughs> oh, oh, Ooh, Shark Week! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. wait, yes. guys, come on. So um, let's talk about Tyler and Kira's kiss and how he's still goofy and makes mistakes and kind of just throws out there that he loves Kira. So can you, Lyndon, tell us about maybe the, from a guy's perspective, maybe the first time you said to a girl that you loved her? What was that like? Was it was it just throwing it out there, kind of running past it like Scott did? No, I think I was, I was, I was, uh, truthfully, I think I probably waited until she said it to me. First. No, really? So I knew that I was safe to say it. No, um, you yeah. weren't the type to wear your heart on your sleeve at all. No, Aww. um, but I meant it when I said it. Good. Um, That's all that matters. Yeah, and, yeah. Do you yeah. think it's ever a mistake to say that you love somebody? No. Like, could it? No. They, I don't think that... Uh, they deny you? I mean, yeah. Uh, it, I, it, if they reject you, I mean, or if they makes makes your friendship uh, weird. run a little differently, yeah. Is I it think ever wrong? That, I, think that, I think that as you get older, you realize that it's never a mistake to love anybody. Mm. Oh. I think that you, if you attach con- conditions to that, that if, you know, if I say I love you, you have to say you love me, then that's mm. a mistake. <laughs> but I think that uh, I don't. I think that that's one of the few things that we have in life that we have an infinite supply of, mm-hmm. and wow. it just makes the world better. That's so poetic. So it's so it's life changing. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> hashtag still in ski love. That's what I was gonna say. Stidia. That hashtag was going around all over the place with Styles and Lydia when yeah. uh, in, when he saw her on the ground and she was in the middle of like dying or mm-hmm. bleeding out. Mm-hmm. That everyone's talking about that. Yeah, I mean, I felt like his love for Lydia definitely surfaced in that moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's with Malia, obviously, now, and I'm sure he loves her, too, but just lots of love going around here. There's Why love. can't he just love everyone? I mean, he clearly does. He's protected his friends just as much as Scott has. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yes. Because he has such a loving father. Well, and he had a good mom, too. Yeah, uh, a lot of love. A lot of love um, in this room. Yeah. Uh,. <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's talk about what is a mistake. Maybe before is, we, before we go from oh. love to mistakes, I just want to say I do I love Team Wolf and I love this show, especially having guests like Lyndon come in. I mean, I love it. And another part about this show that I really love is that it's free for anyone <laughs> to download to, to download on iTunes and YouTube and to come watch. And you know how we keep it free is we have sponsors that help support. And so we'd like to give a little message from our sponsor, Mazda. Mazda! Mazda! Mazda. Mazda. <laughs> zoom, zoom! <laughs> zoom, zoom, um, zoom. Yeah, I actually drove here in a Mazda, so there you go. Um, <laughs> I did too. But yeah, does driving matter to you? Because there's over 4 million miles of road in the U.S. to find out. There's a lot of ground to cover. A lot of highways, freeways, wrong ways, long ways, and they're all out there waiting to be driven on. So do you take that left turn at Albuquerque or just keep going? Do you wake up early Sunday morning to beat the, the, the traffic? Or do you just take the long, winding road home and uh, enjoy the scenic route with all the, the wolves running in the background? <laughs> if driving, He's adding that in there. <laughs> if driving matters to you, just get out there and drive. Why? Because driving matters. 
Thank you, Mazda. Thank you, Mazda. If you're lucky, you, Sheriff Stolinski will pull you over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> safe matters. So let's get into the mistakes, which is the fact that science. I is always think of the minute work song. That's totally dating myself. <laughs> oh, minute work song. Yeah. What was that? Can what, you sing what, a little bit? The, it's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was person, Men at Work. Can you find that? Yeah. Men at Work, it's a mistake song. I would love to hear it. Maybe dance a little bit with uh, Stolinsky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the video, the video his, back uh, when MTV had music videos, I think it was like an atomic bomb and, you know, it was uh, the whole political thing of like... Whoops. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> we started World War Three. It's a mistake. Oh, God. Well, I think we that's a mistake that the, the doctors are making. Yeah. They are adding science to the supernatural and kind of changing the rules of the world in Beacon Hills. And this immediately made me think of genetically modified organisms mm-hmm. like we're going through, the fact that we're manufacturing organs right now in our environment. I like that Jeff has taken this science approach because it's really something that's sort of threatening to our society right now. I mean, how do you guys feel about it? About what part of that? The fact that, you know, science is, do you feel threatened by the future that we're going, not only in the show, the fact that these doctors are sort of making these genetically modified organisms and, like, creating their own creatures, sort of like... So you mean going against the grain of nature. Exactly, and that's what, and I feel like we're starting to to do that in our society today with plastic surgery, Uh, and they're also manufacturing organs and plants Mm. so that there's enough food for us all to eat. I mean, just what are your stances on it? How do you feel about it? We don't have to go into it long term, but I just like that Jeff really brings these real issues into Team Wolf. I don't, mm-hmm. I do not feel threatened by medical advances. Um, if you could grow a new organ that would help somebody, grow yeah. away. Uh, <laughs> if you could grow a new arm, if you could grow, if I could grow a new ankle, give me You want one. a new ankle? I mm-hmm. want one badly. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't want to eat genetically modified food. No. I don't get it. I don't know why we're the only first world country in the world that allows this uh i don't want to uh i i think that what okay i guess that i could have answered a second ago probably better because i was thinking <laughs> um i need a genetically modified brain uh no I, I i am not afraid of the future of of the future of science i'm afraid of corporate america and their use of these breakthroughs right. because I don't think I think they care about making money which I'm a, I'm a stock owner so yeah I get it right. but there are other things that are more important um yeah. I've got very convoluted, and I apologize. No, 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 no we're no, talking no. capitalism, exactly, correct? Yeah. yeah. No, you, you made an excellent point. I mean, right down that road of there's a certain there's a certain point where science can be beneficial to society, mm-hmm. but for the right reasons. Right. Because once you have your intention of helping people mixed up with your intention of making money, profits, then you start to break down that moral fabric that we're supposed to be riding along. And, uh, yeah, Jeff definitely is making a, a big statement here about the potential that we have to do good and evil. It all depends on our decisions with the, to do, you know, with the knowledge we have. I think that, did they come out right? Yeah. <laughs> what do the Dread Doctors want? What do they're they want? O- they're obviously trying to change Beacon Hills in some way. Are they trying to get the supernatural out by fighting it with these creatures that they've created? Can that's, you talk about that at all? You what know, do you guys that's think? That's what mm-hmm. I was thinking is that they were trying to create something that was larger than the supernatural so they could take over and it you know it would be a more powerful society for them right under them. But in the scene where um where they're fighting and the dread doctors come out and uh, Scott is there and he's actually talking to the dread doctors, I felt like that could have been your opportunity to attack or really, mm-hmm. uh, you know, attack the head person. So now that confuses me a little in thinking that they're trying to really take over and what are their intentions? I'm a little confused. Yeah. I'm still very confused too because I remember in the scene where there um, was it Donovan was sitting there and Theo walks in and he mentions how. Um, he didn't pass his sheriff's test because he's angry, this, that, and the other thing, and how he's psychologically messed up. I feel like they're taking these people and creating them to harm the town, not help the town, I think. But then again, we don't know. Well, we did uh, see that Malia did some investigating in Tracy's room and found this yeah. book called The Dread Doctors. 
So maybe there's some answers in there. I hope that there there are answers in there. And I love that Malia is sort of, you know, taking control of, you know, who she is and trying to be help the pack, you know? Like she went off on her own. She left Styles sleeping because, you know, he's just exhausted from trying to solve this. <laughs> and she went to, you know, try to take matters into her own hands. But so, I think it's so important to her what I loved is that in the beginning of that episode, it was so important to her that, that everyone believe that she didn't do this. She did mm-hmm. not kill this kid. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, before, I guess, last episode, that, you know, they're like, it's her first reaction is, hey, we should kill this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's her go-to. And, she, and it was really important that they believe her. And, and that's, you know, did they believe her? You know? It's a great there was point. A little, yeah. So she's trying to... You know, she's trying to make it right. Yeah, it seems like she's trying to gather some evidence that she didn't do it and really um, push the pack forward. But at the same time, I feel like she's still conflicted. Because in in the scene where she um, erased uh, who is the desert wolf, I feel like she still has roots to her family. And that makes me feel like she can kind of tether both sides to me. Like, I know Mm -hmm. right now she is on the side with Scott and his pack. But there's so many times that I'm like, are you taking your mother's characteristics and are you going to be a threat one, at one point. Who's to know if she's actually going to tell them about the Dread Doctor book? So Yeah, just, that's a good point. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I know! I, I really love her, though. I love her. I love Shelly. <laughs> I mean, I do. I think she's uh, she's amazing. She's so funny. And hmm. uh, she's, she's beautiful, she's funny, and she's talented. Awesome. Yeah, I really yeah. enjoy watching her character. Let's talk about cinema. And the club scene, which is amazing. How the hell is this going on in my town? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was watching. I was like, an underage... All the go-go dancers Bisexual. <laughs> Who knows? Anything goes. No one, everyone is drinking underage and been in like underage people working there. And I'm like, what the hell kind of town am I running? <laughs> uh, we still need your help. We, we need you to multiply so that you can really put, you know, this town in, in proper oh, And then I wasn't invited. <laughs> oh, that was the I know, main that was, issue. It's the two saddest words in the English language. Wasn't <laughs> invited. No, was that no it? it wasn't invited. No, no, that's not it. <laughs> what, what is, is it? it? What party? Oh, oh <laughs> you're so right. It's so true. I'm still waiting oh. for the mistake by uh, what was it? Uh, I think it's Men at Work. Men at Work. Are we working on Men at Work? The mistake. I'm really looking forward to dancing. Didn't they do that? That I'm. I come from a land down under. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, or it might have oh, been. Oh, it, we can dance with one, two. Yeah. No, that was uh, that was Wang Chung. <laughs> was, wait, was it? I think. Anyway, okay. let's talk about the ships. So, mm-hmm. I'm definitely still shipping Stalinsky and Melissa McCall. What do you guys feel about Brett and Mason? Is that a possible relationship? I mean, Brett was in this club, and he saved him. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I could see that definitely. He had a bigger heart than I thought he did. Mm-hmm. And what about Hayden and Liam? Because it seems like she heals, so we don't know what she is. She's saving money for something. Hmm. And it seems like she doesn't like Liam, but he's trying to fix whatever happened in sixth grade. And I, I feel like they would be good together, and he can help her, whatever she's going through. I could see that. <laughs> I didn't see it in the episode, because she's so angry the whole time about her <laughs> money and her job, but I can yeah. see that. Well, I mean, think about this. She is angry. She's spiteful. And I think... Uh, and and she's, she's underage selling alcohol. Oh! <laughs> yes. she's this a- is Stalinsky talking. <laughs> Not Lyndon. I feel like, yeah, she might be a prime candidate for the doctors. You know, she has uh, animosity towards, you know, one of the supernatural characters. Mm-hmm. You know, Liam. So... Uh, they might be building up her animosities to maybe uh, harness it for fuel to, you know, do the doctor's bidding. Well, I That's still, my prediction. I like maybe. that. I like that, you know, they're still showing Scott and still going to school and trying not to drop AP biology. I hope he doesn't. And it but seems like I, he's so he's bummed when he grabbed to. the paper. I'm I like, know. don't do it. And so was the teacher. teacher. Yeah. She was bummed. Yeah, she, she was, was disappointed. disappointed. What's funny is that after all the death and destruction and craziness we're still like no don't drop AP biology it's, <laughs> like, it's his still, future yeah, you know, it's still like a <laughs> but big that's deal. what's great about Teen Wolf yeah. is mm-hmm. that it's 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 still about a kid 
you know, is he going to make it in AP, AP Biology? Is he going to get the girl? Are they, you know, are they going to get together? It's, it's, it's... It's real world yeah, stuff with, with, anyone with, can relate to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. absolutely. I remember, you know, Kevin Costner when, when he did uh, Field of Dreams and Bull Durham and he did them in the same, back to back pretty much. And everybody said, you can't do two baseball movies, you know, <laughs> together. And he goes, neither one of them are about baseball. Oh. And so it's like, yeah, oh, okay. You know, good. you go. It's not. It's not. It's not a show about werewolves. It's a mm-hmm. show about kids who have these extraordinary things. They're just a little different. Yeah. Um, Very fair. Yeah, yeah. it's about Very people. It's about relationships. It's about. It's about people. It's about situations. It's about. Uh, it's about growing up, and it's going through the same things that we all went through growing up. And so, everybody, it's totally relatable. Definitely. I like what Melissa says in the end to him saying that, you know, don't shut it all over yourself, that you have the power and you actually care to fix these things. So it was just really sweet, that whole mother son. Oh, I love that. I ship that girl a little bit too. (laughs) (laughs) With you? Yeah. Put her in the ship with you. <laughs> I would put Melissa in the ship with me. Oh, oh, you guys are like the best parents of the show. We have yeah. to put you guys together. I, but you do Malinsky. get slapped later on in the season by Melissa. So not sure what Maybe you did. That's foreplay. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, fans really want to see you two get together. That was one of the big questions. I love in Melissa. My, yeah, I love you know Ponzio's Ponzio's amazing. Oh. Well, now we have another creature for you to worry about. The scorpion, half scorpion, half werewolf. Yeah, like we needed a a new creature. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's go ahead and get into an interview with you. What have we been doing? (laughs) (laughs) Talking about Team Wolf, but now we want to talk about Lynette Ashby. Okay. What party? What What party? party? So, what specifically from your childhood would you say contributed to you choosing to be an actor? Hmm. Um... That's that's. Uh, Were you making films as a kid? Were no. you been plays? Not <laughs> no, at all. No. Um, I think that it's. I think it's that that thing. I actually saw that you went to uh, you went to college in Durango. I did. That's where my mom grew up. No way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, world. Yeah, it was small. Really? Yeah, I was I was doing a little. You how know. how was your mom? Yeah. She was, <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, getting married next month. So uh, right on. He said how old? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's avoiding the. <laughs> I'm I'm avoiding that. Uh, oh, yeah. oh. Well, do you know how old I am? Um, old enough to kick some ass. Still, I tell you what. No, I mean I'm a head. It's no big deal. I mean I think anyone can go on the internet and see. Sure. I'm, I'm 55. So no kidding. Is your mom in that ballpark, young girl? She's, She's younger than that. Okay. She's younger good. than that. Yeah, definitely. And she, uh, she actually, what, what she did, um, the, she was Junior Miss Durango, around uh, I think around the time that you were going to college there too. I went to I went to I went to Durango in, in 1978. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So what, what, were you gonna do something else? What was your career choice? No, at that I, I was. Uh, I went to I went to college, and uh, majored in business and psychology. Mm-hmm. And then started doing plays in Durango, actually, and mm-hmm. that's really where I sort of I've had a, I, it's the most unlikely school in the world to have found this, <laughs> this theater department. But these, this guy John Calhoun was there, and Ken Bordner, and uh, they were teaching, and they just I started doing plays and and loved it, and sort of just found this thing that I thought I was pretty good at, and and uh, and then I dropped out of college. After three years, and I went to New York and studied at, at a place called the Neighborhood Playhouse mm-hmm. with a guy named Sandy Meisner. Everyone mm. talks about like Meisner. the Meisner technique, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I studied with Sandy. And uh, and uh, I was thinking as a kid, I don't know what would have made me want to be an actor. It's probably a lot of things and stuff that I probably don't want to really talk about right now. <laughs> but uh, but. Uh, I mean, what drives any of us to do anything? It's there's it's it's complex and it's a lot of different things. And then you've accomplished so much in your acting career. Well, yeah. I paid the bills. <laughs> yeah. You've accomplished so for much for a lot of years. Yeah, uh, I wanted to know: is there something that you feel like you haven't accomplished yet that you would want to accomplish? Um. Yeah, you know, you always I, I, I want that great, you know, that that 
you know that great part that uh that great script that 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 you know um and then I'm sure if I got it I'd want another one um, <laughs> you know to to there's nothing you know I just want to do that that uh something amazing hmm. yeah in theater and movies TV whatever it is okay yeah so you and, don't... And, and I tell you something with Teen Wolf it's like it's not I don't consider it my show I consider well I consider it I'm it is it's partly mine um but there's so many moving parts like there are in anything but it's a really good show yeah <laughs> it, this is one that you know that I'm really proud of yeah um and which is which is really cool what's one of your best memories on set with on Teen Wolf yeah um you know, I can't tell you that. <laughs> you're, Wait, you you, yes. uh, I did. But I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> oh, uh, but it was a good one. It was a. Um, I don't know. Anything funny happen oh. with, with the Styles? Yes. The little Brian. Yes. Does he prank you? No, but he just send you a him, Father's Day card. Him, him and Posey being him and Posey. <laughs> uh, you know, Tyler and 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 Dylan. That those are my favorite moments. Oh. It's just they're they're hilarious. <laughs> when they're not even trying to be, that's the best. Yeah, you know, I had one. I was gonna, you know, I, I, you've done a, you've done so much. You, you you've done uh, drama and, and a lot of action and some horror. And I, I just wanted to know what's I, what's your favorite genre, you know, to to work in. If you had to pick, you know, one that's I don't, super I fun. don't, I don't have a favorite genre really. I think uh, the older I've gotten and the longer I've done this the more I know that it all, all is about script. Mm. Mm. It begins, and it, look, you can fuck up a good movie mm. or a good script, but you cannot make a great movie out of a bad script. Mm. You mm-hmm. just can't. Yeah. Um, and it's every time you do something, first of all, I think any time you get something done, it's a miracle. So many moving parts have to come together. It's like, and then you, 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 you do that and you, and you actually make something that's good it's like it's lightning in a bottle I mean it's just it, it doesn't happen that often um, and and there are you know there are people on this show that I've you know I've talked to them you know they, they want to leave they want to and, and I think that's always an amazing thing about Jeff is that when somebody wants to go he goes if they don't want to be here I don't want them to be here mm-hmm. you know doesn't care about contracts doesn't care about anything if they don't want to do it he lets them go and do what they want to do and I and I grab them and I'm just like you don't get it this does I've done this this is my like fifth series probably mm-hmm. um, and you don't get great ones very often like you just it doesn't happen mm-hmm. um, we can't all be Courtney Thorne Smith <laughs> Which I had to I had to remember Courtney's name. It's like she went from Melrose Place to Allie McBeal to Life According to Jim or whatever. She like had twenty years of of hit TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't happen like that very often. Mm-hmm. It's like you go, you know, you, you get on these shows and it's and it's and it's you it's this thing that works. And like on Teen Wolf, it's amazing because it's this. It's a family, and we all really like each other, and that doesn't happen mm-hmm. very often. Hmm. Um, you can work with. Look, there are a lot. The, the assholes make press. You know, they make. They, they're, they're fun to talk about. But there are a lot more good people in around that that no one talks about. Yeah. But but boy, all it takes is one of those guys to be an idiot, and it can make your day really, really, really long. Mm-hmm. I wanted um, to know on a, on a personal level, what is something that people would be shocked to know about you? Do you have like quirks? Were you like the weird kid in high school? Is there something? I was. Uh, what would the? Um, I eat the same thing for breakfast every day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which was? I, I I eat toast with almond butter and jelly. Oh, that sounds great. And mm-hmm. then, well, that's not true. I, I do, <laughs> and I I go. Toast with almond butter and jelly one day, granola the next day. Toast with almond butter and jelly. <laughs> so I go back and forth. I never eat anything else. Um, and uh, I was uh, I was a late bloomer. I didn't grow till like I was in probably tenth or eleventh grade. Oh wow! Yeah, that that was weird. Um, 
It takes guys longer. It's yeah. it did, yeah. but it was like all my buddies were like growing, and I was like, "What's hey, going on? Hey, what about me?" <laughs> well, we are unfortunately out of time. Oh well, that's going to be the final thing I talk about. No, no. no. Okay, one more. Can, one more. can we know yes. if you were going to play yes. any future role? Do you want to be a rock star? Do you want to play a baseball player? I'd rather be a rock star than a baseball player. <laughs> I can see it. Is yeah. that a role that you want? Hell yeah! All right. <laughs> Do you have any other projects? Uh, I did, and I didn't. I, I just didn't right, do something right. um, for personal reasons. Sure, mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. and so right now, no, not not so much. I've got a, a a movie that I'm waiting to see how it turns out called Beta Test, and it's ended. We shot it up in Seattle. And, uh, cool. So we'll see what goes on with that. Awesome. Well, where can the fans keep up with you? What's your Twitter? Uh, Linda Ashby. At Twitter. Linda Nashby. At Linda Nashby. Well, we'll definitely be keeping up with you for sure. Absolutely. Yes. I, really, I had a great time. Thank yes. you for Same. having me. Thank you for coming, honestly. And you guys can keep up with AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV. Make sure you follow us, download, rate, subscribe. You can follow me at Cinematic Escape. I am looking forward to the Pat going to Eichenhaus next week to talk to Dr. Valak. Oh, my oh. gosh. You yes. guys can keep in touch with me at Tesnos on Twitter and Instagram. Use the hashtag ABTV Teen Wolf and let me know your prediction since we didn't have time to do that now. Now, my prediction is something bad's gonna happen to Styles, obviously. No. <laughs> you guys can find me at Bernie Valdi on all social media, and I cannot wait to find out what happens to Styles. Aww. It's kinda creepy. Oh, Hopefully, man. he's safe, though. Yeah. Alright, guys. Thanks again. I'm Ryan Malady. You can follow me at Ryan Malady on all your favorite social media uh, platforms, and be sure to throw some comments up on YouTube. We love to see what you have to say, and uh, we'll be replying back. As one quick prediction, I just wanted to say that Jeff said that all three flashbacks that we see, Lydia's that sees, like like Styles in the car wreck, like all those are going to happen. And I know out. it. I know they do, and I and I've got some predictions I can give you. I, yes. could, uh, yeah, uh, I can tell you what parish is. I can tell you what my first <laughs> name is. I can tell you Styles' name. I can what? Uh, what? <laughs> what? What? Styles' name? Those are just predictions. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, Lindsay. We'll see you. I actually don't know Styles' name. Oh. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> All right, guys at home, you can join us next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. We'll see you later. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. Views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.